Welcome to today's Spend a Babble. Uh, let's jump into the TSP changes for 2022. This is Fednababble, where Kevin and Cassie make federal retirement benefits understandable for humans like you. These two don't hold back as they answer questions from the FedPilot workshops and webinars or from questions submitted by you at fednababble.com. All right, Cassie. So today we are not talking about questions or answering questions that came from the workshops. Today we're talking no, we real specific, like things happening right now with benefits and specifically yes. the TSP. They're, they're making some changes. They are making some serious changes uh, here coming up very quickly. And I think it's important for people to know what's going on, what's to be expected. I'm sure it can be overwhelming and confusing getting the notices from TSP. I know they're sending them out because I'm getting some feedback from folks right now that they've been receiving emails uh, from the TSP and just talking on, you know, they're going to be rolling stuff out. So we've got the, the mutual fund window that is going to be opening up um, a big transition for the TSP that because there, a lot has gone on in the background to make that happen. And so, um, you know, they've, they've gotten a new administrator uh, to help with the workload and, and all that for the employees. So that way they can make sure that the servicing and all of that is still there. Um, but in that's pretty much just like reformatting the whole TSP. Right. <laughs> Right. I mean, it's it really what it is, is the 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 administrative, the company who did the administrative piece that they contracted to do the administrative piece. The contract was up. They got a new contract, new company come comes in and is reformatting everything. It's still the TSP, but. Now there's a new look, there's a new feel, there's a new way of interacting, there's a whole new there's a whole new everything. And I'm going to assume that it's better. Well, I think <laughs> they hope that it's better. Whether or not it's actually better, um, I guess that's still be to de- to be determined yeah. as things roll out and <laughs> We're gonna hope. As they get their act together if if you will. Um but federal federal employees are used to this though. I mean, really, hey, oh, a new contractor came in, they're doing it differently, and whether it's a system or a process or something, that's that's it's basically the same thing as that. To a certain degree. Because changing contractor or something within um their job is obviously that just happens. That's the nature of mm-hmm. certain places mm-hmm. with certain agencies, right? However, you are talking about changing a benefit. Everything. And it is not just, oh, like, okay, let's update the system. Like, we dealt with that, right? TSP went to uh, change this whole system and, and um, uh, format and everything else, gosh, what, a year ago, two years ago? whatever they've mm-hmm. already they've already done that so 
So to have another change so recent Mm -hmm. compared to how quickly the government changes, (laughs) I think that's where, you know, it's going to be a lot. Well, and and we're just not talking about a new site either. We're talking about a whole new fund. I mean, the, the core funds will not change, but they are adding to what, 5,000 different new investment type funds? Yeah. I mean, that's great news because people will have that opportunity and option. Um, but they didn't even start small. Right, right. <laughs> right. Kind of let the floodgates open on that From one. zero to 60 and boom, right there. I mean, really, yeah. everyone's used to five funds, G, F, C, S, and I, and, and you figured those out. And now you've got 5,000 mind-blown I mean, God, I'm going to be truthful about this. I got to say that most federal employees struggle with the five. Well, and it's not just the five. Yes, there are the five core funds, but then we have the L funds. And the L funds, that that's correct, which is that just a mix of the five anyways, but you're right. Yeah. They are a mix of the five and they're supposed to be helping employees, but employees still don't really understand how those are supposed to operate. Some do, Uh Um, but there's still some confusion on what the L funds are doing. And my question, which I haven't seen anything um, with the information and, um, and all of that is, are these mutual funds going to be integrated with the L funds? Sure. Right. Um, I, mean, they're supposed I didn't to even be think tar- about that. Yeah, they're supposed to be targeting a specific retirement date and optimizing somebody's, you know, growth potential. Then you would think they would. But which of the 5,000 are they go- would they do? Yeah, this, see, it's so, and the thing is, okay, so I went out, <clears throat> like you, and I went out and I looked at the communication that went from this group who's doing this to employees. And I, you know, I looked at the emails, I looked at the, you know, the the pretty banners that were created for this and, and everything. And after I did that, I was on a webinar and I said, okay, how many, we started talking about TSP. How many of you know about the changes coming up? A few did, but not many. Really? Really. I said, did you guys get the emails about this? You know about this? And they're like, uh, I, I had a few say yes, but a number of them said no. I don't know. What is this? Wow. So. <sighs> well, okay. Back in, what was it, 2009? Yep. Or whatever. Yep. When they offered, started offering the Roth account. Some people are still confused about that. Yes, and, um, yes. Some don't even know that it's an option. Yeah. I still get people saying, what? A Roth in the TSP? Yeah. There is? I didn't know about that. Yeah. And it's been, it's been a decade plus. Yeah. Yeah. And is, is that, you think that's a function of, I don't know. I, 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 I wish that we could just tell everyone this is how it works and, you know, not, not what to do because that's going to be up to each individual person. But 
I think there is almost a culture of there is so that there is so little communication and education around this that I think a lot of federal employees, not really to you know, not really their fault. They they just kind of back off and they say, whatever, you know, well, do what you do. I, I don't know. Thing, when you get so many emails a day, who wants? To, who has time to That's read? True. What's going on? And you think about it, how many benefit changes so drastically have happened, right? Not many. It's And so if they are getting the communications from TSP, I mean, for me, I know sometimes I don't always read my emails. I just delete them or whatever. Is that why you haven't been answering my emails, Cassie? That's right. (laughs) (laughs) No, but really, like, it wouldn't surprise me that people are so busy in their day-to-day activities and they think, oh, I'll get to it. Yeah. Or, oh, another thing from TSP, right? I'm guilty of that. I'm sure other people are too. Um, Or... If you're anything like where my husband was working, he didn't even access his right his uh, work email because he was on the boats yep. doing stuff, right? And so um, it depends on the job and what they're doing um, and all of that. But, you know, I think with how big of a change this is, I hope people start buzzing about it a bit more. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and that's the point of, of bringing this is, is opening that awareness to the employees to say, hey, look, this is a big deal because it is. There's going to be a lot of uh, opportunity and, and, and things going on here. And there's, um, you know, blackout dates and, and people aren't going to be a- able to access TSP for a while. Um, there's going to be dates where applications are no longer going to be taken for a period of time. Um, So when somebody's trying to get into their account and they can't because it's during one of these transition dates, um, that's, we want people to know that, Hey, if you do need to make a change to something or you need to submit an application, whether it's via mail or whatever, you need to do that by this specific time because TSP is going to be pretty much shutting down while it's integrating all of these changes and making these changes on its website. And I think they actually might even be rolling out a completely, well, it'll still be TSP.gov, but to get to the account side of it, hmm. it's going to be a completely different um, yeah. With, uh, deal. Yeah, with a password and everything like that. As well, yeah, different yeah. mechanism there. So let's talk about some of the specifics, some of the dates, and some of the things that people need to be aware of. And how is this? And when is this? And what are the major things, Cassie, that they need to be aware of? So I think the first and foremost is April 29th, and that's like right around the corner. That's the last date that paper applications or or paper forms can be turned in or mailed in to the TSP, whether it's loan application, withdrawal application, transfer application, whatever, whatever that paper change is. Mm -hmm. Um, 
a beneficiary form, whatever, send it in by April 29th. Yeah, um, that's uh, now. Because we're recording this on the 19th. That's 10 days yeah. away. So it's now. 10 days. <laughs> or, yeah. or, or, they, or you can't do it for, a, for over a month after that. Right. They're talking. We don't have a specific date right. on when TSP is really going to be up and running. Um, so far, we have beginning of June. And that's so vague and with <laughs> so much of a transition, like what does that look like? The first week, the first two weeks. That's right. I think we say the first week, but I would anticipate there could be errors, you know, yeah. with a completely new system and, and doing all these things. So, um, and with how big the TSP is, how many participants are in it, how much, of all of this is going on, it's going to be a big transition for them to do. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there were delays or the possibility of delays um, in getting all of this accomplished. Because mm -hmm. we know how well a lot of <laughs> a lot of tech, you know, websites, and once you roll it out, and you know, not having any problems or being delayed or whatever it is, it happens every now and then. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just be looking for that just in case. So the next one is the 16th, May 16th, um, is the last day for, uh, online forms, um, uh, whether it's access to forms, uploading forms, completing transactions, any of that, uh, May 16th is the last day for all of that to happen. Good. Now, that's is are you talking about that that is for submitting or for access to that is for both okay access to forms uploading documents and completing transactions okay may 16th so i may have understood this incorrectly and you can correct mm -hmm. me in this if so but from what i understand the forms that they have there, as in the or notices or the documents that they have there from the past, after May 16th, they're gone. Is that correct? Um, yeah. So that's, I, hold on. I want to say that that might be May 26th as far as access to statements. Okay. So that's, a, I'm jumping ahead a little bit here then. Yeah. I think so. Hold on a sec. Let me. Okay. Yeah, because it sounds like anything, any statements from the past, they're getting, well, I don't want to say getting rid of, they're just not transferring it over to the new system. So people won't have access to their old statements anymore, which, right. you know, depending on how, how much you're into the TSP and are watching it and trying to keep track, that may be kind of a big deal to go and, and get those forms before the 26th, we assume. Um, that might be in the summary of changes. Hold on a sec. Okay. Now we're talking about uh, the basics and in the next video, we're going to get into more particulars about the, you know, 5,000 funds and what we know and 
and fees and what does it look like and you know, should you, of course, we're not going to tell you whether you should or shouldn't, but we'll give you some ideas and thoughts so that you can make your own decision. Uh, just some more information. Again, we, Cassie and I, we never will say you have to and you must and give advice on this because that's not our role here. That's not, right. we don't know your particular situation. We don't know if it would be good for you or not because everyone is different. I think that's when we do the webinar, I think that kind of blows people away that we just can't answer some of the questions that they ask us because a lot of it is, well, it depends on who you are. And we still get questions even throughout the whole thing of, well, should I start putting more money into the Roth? And we're like, um, again, unless we know your full situation, then we can't say one way or the other. That would be irresponsible of us. And actually we may be completely wrong and doing you a disservice by telling you the wrong thing if unless we know your situation. But after that, and that's, again, that's why we do these uh, reports and where you can take a look at your full financial picture with the government and say, okay, here's my situation and have one of our trusted advisors look at it all. And, and again, for no cost, no obligation, nothing like that. They can take a look at it and say, all right, here are some things, here are the options that you have. Here's what would make sense. Here's what doesn't make sense. And then you get, just get a bigger picture of the whole thing. So um, that's always I a good thing. I want to get back on the statements part okay. of it. I'm not, I, I remember seeing something about that, Yeah. Um, but I'm not able to find that right now. So I would say either way, go, if you need any of those statements, go get them now. Don't, I wouldn't delay, just go get them right now. Um, whether it's the 16th or the 26th, whichever it is of May, just go get those statements if you need them. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and they just came out with, um, or people should have access to their last quarterly statement. And because the transition will be happening and then the new system will be in place before the next quarter is over, then I would assume, now this is an assumption I know, um, that the, the new statements will be available beginning the second quarter sure. um, in the new TSP system. Okay. So uh, that much I do know. Okay. Sorry, okay. I can't find that information. That's okay. Any other dates that we need to be aware of? Yeah. Um, May 17th is the last day to receive any written correspondence by mail or fax. And so um, if you need to mail or fax something into the TSP, make sure you do that by May 17th. Uh, May 26th is the last day you can make investment transactions, whether that's mm. interfund transfers or contribution allocations or what have you within the TSP, re-amortizing a loan or changing the loan payment amount that you are contributing to that balance, uh, that's the last date that you can be doing something like that. Um, it's also the last date that you can be making profile changes, whether that's changing your contact information, you know, phone number, address, password, whatever. Um, that's the last date that you'll be able to have access into the, my account in the old system uh, to be making those changes and, or also to call and speak to a representative 
with TSP. Okay. And then they're pretty much out of pocket for like a week or two. It's like a blackout. Like someone pulls the plug and whatever happens in the TSP is happens in the TSP during that time. That's a little scary to tell you the truth. If you think about it. It's very scary. I mean, especially with with how things are going right now. Um, Right. Okay. Well, uh, okay. I got, I got to put, so yeah. So let me just throw this out. You and I, you and I had a discussion about this earlier with some advisors and, and one of the things that we worried about is with the economy going, you know, kind of fluttering down a little bit and doing some funky things right now that people will see this blackout time as, oh my goodness, what if the economy goes during those two weeks? Do I, do I take everything out and put it all in the G fund now? And Oh boy. It will definitely be interesting to see um, or to hear about how employees are reacting to that. So, you know, leave a comment, um, hit the bell, subscribe. So that way you get more information on the next video about what that's going to look like as far as the mutual fund window. And we talk about prices and and all that to, you know, to check us out again, but um, keep posted on this, but definitely give us some feedback as well. Go to fennababble.com, you know, leave comments, check us out, see if we can't help you get a benefit analysis going and, and at least see where you are. And if you need to make any changes, um, you know, we're obviously not in the capacity to be able to provide that guidance, but we know many people who are, and we definitely want to be able to answer your questions and help you guys out on, on getting that guidance as well. Good. Thanks. We'll see you in the next video where we go into more depth. See you there. To get Cassie's comprehensive report on your federal retirement benefits at no cost, no obligation, and no sales pitch, go to fednababble.com. While you're there, submit a question for them to answer on the show.